Oops, <laughs> should have checked audio settings prior to uh, publishing, but I guess that's uh, what can happen. <sighs> Given the big push towards uh, digital living uh, or digital audio, is it the same? I mean, if you read a book, if a, if a service summarizes a book for you in like a paragraph, is that as good as the, uh, the real thing? Joe Rogan reads TikTok's Terms of Service and writing a book in 30 days. Is it possible? Thursday, August 11th, 2022. I'm Steven Sersky. Hope you folks are doing well. Uh, and if you've been watching the uh, live stream, actually, you get to see something really, hear something really funny because my microphone uh, was not working the way I thought it was. Uh, and I listened back and I sound like a chipmunk, you know, like as if I've been sucking back helium. And I don't know what the problem is with this uh, this connection. I uh, I mean, it worked well a couple of days ago, and in the last couple of days, I guess, uh, it's uh, helium sucking all day. So I'm not sure exactly what happened, but uh, um, whatever it is, uh, keep on going anyway. And I see right now, uh, connection is unstable. Well, that's what happens where I live, I guess. Right. Uh, so uh, Thursday already, a rest day for me. I managed to get out there and do an 11-mile bike ride this morning. And uh, it was kind of a, a nice, gentle bike ride. Uh, hard to believe that I was able to do 11 miles in uh, just under an hour. But I just kind of went around the neighborhood, um, sort of south a little bit, then uh, west a little bit, around the Hutongs, uh, sorry, not the Hutongs, the neighboring apartment block complexes nearby, and it was um, decent, I mean, it was, it was all right, I got out, uh, I think I started at 6.30 or something, I was back by 7.30, 7.40 or so, uh, so it was a nice little bike ride to uh, uh, get out and see some things uh, for uh, for before the workday started. I was actually thinking um, with some of these things that uh, I might actually, uh, well, how would you say, how would you put it? If I go for a bike ride and then came back and ran another two miles, would that be too much? I don't think it'd be too much so much as it, then it puts some pressure on me to get it done. Now, running two miles is only, what, um, takes me 20 minutes or so, uh, so it wouldn't be so difficult to get done, uh, but at the same time, it's one of these things where I kind of go, at what point is enough enough? Uh, I would, you know, it's nice to go for a nice relaxing bike ride every now and then and get some video and stuff like that, but all of a sudden you throw in a, a run, I don't know, is it too much? I did go for a run this afternoon, and I went outside the compound because I don't know what they were spraying for today, but the the uh, I heard it during the day that uh, that uh, pesticide generator is a specific type. It's on a it's mounted on a cart like a wheeled cart, and they were I don't know like at three o'clock or two thirty or something they were spraying for something, and when I got out there at four thirty or so or a bit later. I was out there and I was kind of like, you know, I'm smelling it going, ah, that don't smell right. That smells like the, the, the pesticide or the insecticide that they use. So I'm like, okay, I'll go inside. Uh, so I did. And it was all good because uh, it, it smelled a lot better outside. It only took me, what, 21, 22 minutes to get it done. So, but glad I did it. Uh, I was thinking about whether or not I should. I was like, just, you know, how about you go spend the 22 minutes running, come back in, do your uh, knee mobility or your lower body mobility stuff, and then yeah, you get on to the other things that you need to get done. Now, 
one of the other things I did did need to get done uh, today that I did not finish because I actually had another plan to do another podcast today and it didn't work out. So I got kind of caught up in a discussion that was more focused around politics rather than uh, actual content that I could publish and use. Uh, and as a result, I wasn't able to finish episode number 31 of my podcast, which um, the one of the other things that's sort of holding me back um, that I, I, I hate to use an excuse, but it's the connection to use Canva. And I'm looking to replace this program. I'm actually going to move towards Pixelmator Pro because it's on my computer. Canva, so it's free and it's all great. It's a fantastic application when it works and if it works fast enough that you don't forget what you're doing. And that's what's happening with this this connection is that whether it needs an assisted connection device or not or something else... And so I'm trying to upload a picture that I want to manipulate within the uh, the thumbnail that I typically create for my podcast. You, you've probably seen them before. It's not. It's taking a lot longer than it used to, and it's getting aggravating. So I'm like, I gotta I gotta shift this from the the cloud onto my computer so I can at least get this part done quicker. It's, it's taking way too long to get it done. So I know excuses, excuses. Um, the audio file is uh, pretty much done. Uh, I spit it out in uh, WAV file uh, format today. i got to get the MP3 done as well, so I'll uh, finish that up. I hesitate to release it on a Friday. We'll see. I'll uh, contact my guest, see if she, uh, she is okay with it. Uh, if not, then we'll just hold it back in a couple of days and we'll release it next week. It's not, not, not a big issue. I mean, I know I've been talking about it all week. I have been working on it, uh, but... In terms of this other podcast that I was trying to get done today, it was I actually have this other idea that I want to create uh, something else uh, targeted towards language learners. And there's another guy I know who uh, is also sort of in the, the sphere, but not really. And so, but when we got talking, like we haven't talked in a while, so it was one of these things that we just kind of went on about everything that we didn't need to talk about, basically. So we'll. Uh, We'll try again uh, another day, uh, be a little bit more, um, I guess, what would you scheduled, um, organized, and then that way uh, we can get uh, something published for people who are looking to learn languages around the world. Joe Rogan reads TikTok's terms of service. Now, this sounds kind of shocking, right? Because it popped up on YouTube, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll have a have a look, have a listen. I listened to half it, and he he goes through the the terms of service that's uh, that is on TikTok, and with his guests, he's kind of hashing out like sort of the implications of all of the things that they take or they that you, if you press agree to the terms of service, that you enable the company to do with your phone and with all the uh, connections therein among them. Your camera, the phone type, the connection type, how much your file names, other apps, and stuff like that. What some of this is now, you can read it in a light, which is what Joe Rogan was doing. Like it's a bad, bad, bad app. How dare you? You know, or you can read it like when you want to share a video from TikTok to Instagram. Well, the app has to search for the Instagram app. And then has to find it, connect with it, use the API, and then upload 
the video from TikTok to Instagram wirelessly, cloudless, in the cloud, nothing you have to download or anything, not even using your internet connection. It just has to send a link and it, it zaps it right over. Well, that's that's part of it, right? Two ways to look at that. Now, of course, Joe Rogan being Joe Rogan, he's talking about, you know, well, what if? You know, was this just a data mining APP, a data mining app? He didn't say APP. He never says APP. We only say that in China. But a data mining app. And I mean, I'm not going to deny that it could be. Very much it could be. Uh, because uh, given that the terms of service that you have to agree to, how many of them have you actually read? Like, have you actually looked at what you're agreeing to when you are saying yes to these things? Like, so, so, so he goes on that, and then he goes on to say that his whole family is addicted to TikTok, uh, and so they're all they're on it all the time. So they're tracking everything, right? Flip that with Gary Vaynerchuk. Vaynerchuk, I've talked about this guy before. He's the social media guy uh, who kind of goes on about that. If you have a business, you must be posting four to nine, ten, twenty thousand pieces of content per day on each of the major social media outlets that there are today. He talks about privacy. He says, you're concerned about privacy, yet you sign up to all these programs. You know, Even if it's just Facebook, you'll take a picture of your food. You'll, you'll check in. You'll, you will scan a code for a discount. I, I've seen this happen in China, same thing. You, you'll leave a review, a five-star review, on a burger or a, uh, a beverage or whatever, a restaurant, cleanliness, environment, take your pick, service was fantastic, five stars, oh, how con, very nice to see, how true, it was delicious, it was amazing, but it's all just to get a discount, 20%, 30%, 40% off, right, or you get a free coupon, you get a free drink if you, uh, uh, you scan this QR code, you get a free drink if you, you know, buy two, get one free sort of thing, right, I mean, Vaynerchuk's point is that you're giving away that information anyway. In the United States, it does it a little bit differently. They sell to advertisers. Now, what's China doing with it? What are the Chinese companies doing with it? Good question. I mean, you can, again, you could hold it in a malevolent light, or you could see it. I mean, is it data mining by another way? No doubt it's data mining, which then makes you beg the question. All these, quote, unquote, hacks. And... Let me just clarify something. I'm not pro or con anything here. Okay, Don't call me red. Don't call me blue. Don't call me a color. Don't call me anything like that. I'm saying, what if... What if all of these cyber attacks that go on are really data mining operations by apps such as TikTok? Think about it. I don't know, I mean... It sounds funny. It's like, no, Steve, you're full of shit. No, it can't be. No, no, no. Evil companies, bad companies, bad business people, bad capitalism. How dare they taking my data? But you gave it to them. You downloaded the application. Did you check how your phone was made? Do you know what components are inside? I don't. I trust that. They're not just listening in on everything I do. I, I assume that the microphone and the, the video the camera is off 
when I turn it off and that when my phone is on airplane mode that it's actually not transmitting anything. I assume these things, but have I verified it? No. No, I haven't verified any of this. <sighs> so, you still going to download it? What about the Douyin? What about the other apps? What about every other app that you use? And don't don't say well you're not going to use any of them. What about Skype? What about Microsoft Teams? What about, you know, Outlook or Gmail? Like, who else are you going to use? Let's face it. We're locked in. We're not we're locked in not because it's like they're bad companies. We're we're locked in because other people went, "Hey, I can give you a free method of communication with other people around the world as long as you grant me certain access to your device, which I need to have in order to send these bits of code from this computer to that computer over this wire. And I'm paying for that connection or I have to pay someone else to install that connection, but for you it's free. You have to pay the telecom service and the device fee Everything else, the software. Don't worry, I'll take care. I'll take care of those costs. I might use it, your uh, information to sell to an advertiser. What do you say? I mean, would you watch a six-second ad if it meant you can get fifteen minutes, three minutes, five minutes of video information? Would you do it? I do it. That's YouTube. Same thing with these uh, cell phones and data mining and everything. It's yeah, it's tough. Yeah, so I mean, I see these videos and I go, I know it sounds bad, but at the same time, you kind of go, aren't we doing it anyway? Now, that being the case, two other things here. Writing a book in 30 days and the big push towards audio. Now, Vaynerchuk talks about going audio, and I've been doing a lot of audio. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think the, the one of the sayings that I remember uh, towards my family, towards my father in particular, uh, when I was growing up, was like, never give a Sersky a microphone. And nowadays, there's no microphone. It's a cell phone and podcast publishing apps. You can't stop me. I mean, you can. Probably not. But audio is my game. Video even. And I only say that because I'm going, wow, um, given the big push towards audio and stuff like that. I mean, how much of these things need to be said and how much needs to be written? I have a blog as well. Uh, if you never visit it, stevensersky.com. It's, it's uh, started out as a travel vlog many years ago. It's sort of morphed into like a, a depository of all the, the things that I do, audio, video, and, and written words as well. But I wonder... These, there's these new services that are popping up that offer to summarize long books like Charles Dickens, Edward Gibbons, um, who's someone else who's really big, like Asia, even Jane Eyre, you know, um, the portrait of an artist as a, as a young man, right? Things like this. They'll summarize it in one page. Alice in Wonderland. It, it'll uh, uh, summarize it and you'll be able to... Um, uh, understand it very quickly and not, you know, waste all the time it would take to actually uh, fix or finish that book on its own. Now, I've never read Alice in Wonderland. I've, I think I've seen the movie. I can't remember. Is that the Off With Her Head? That one? I think I saw the uh, animated one years ago. That's the Disney one, right? Um, 
But would you read the book? I don't know if I'd read the actual book. Uh, would I read a summary? Nah, I'd probably watch the movie to tell you the truth. So what's it worth? What's it worth, all these, you know, these summaries? And what's it worth with all of these audio podcasts, the videos, the written word? Is it worth writing out blog posts anymore? Is anyone reading? And it, it actually kind of makes me think, it's that much more important now to write something substantial and in a way that people can read it quickly so it doesn't hold them back from acting on what you're actually talking about, what you're telling them, uh, you're suggesting that they should do, or even the fiction. Their eyes, like Stephen King's The Stand, his book is fantastic, I'm halfway through it. Your eyes dart across the page with his writing. It's You can fill in the blanks. Of course, you want to read all the words because the way he puts them down and organizes them, but you don't have to read every single word to get the meaning. I mean, could you imagine a summary of the stand? Well, a guy escapes, virus attacks, kills half the uh, the world, and some mystical people appear, and that's it. Right. I mean, there's your summary. Or would you rather spend 1,400 pages, many hours days, months reading that book. Isn't the enjoyment in reading the words? I'm not going to lie. It's a challenge to me, to you writers out there. I, I know the writers who listen to this. I'm, I'm talking to you. That's right. It's a challenge to make sure our words actually mean something. And I, I even with this podcast, I was thinking about this, you know, creating value. You, you have to. People will tune out. Stop listening. Stop reading. It's worse. You know, if, if someone calls you shit, at least they responded. But if someone doesn't listen, oof, it's even worse. <laughs> billion people call you a piece of shit. At least a billion people paid attention. But if a billion people never listen to your podcast, what's worse? What would you rather have, have happen? One last item. Writing a book in 30 days. You think you can do it. So... This is by uh, James Altatour. I uh, mentioned it before. He uh, came up with the 10 ideas a day to exercise the idea muscle. He published this on his uh, his funded website, notepd.com. I think it is, or note.pd. I can't remember which one. Notepad, basically. Um, and he talks about taking uh, an old classic book, taking the structure and the ideas, and writing a new book based on that structure. The art of screenplay writing. The art of ESL teaching. The art of war, of course, is the one I'm referring to. You know, the, the, the Tao of Pooh. The Tao of Travel. You know, Paul Thoreau wrote that one. I mean, you, you've probably heard of these tiles before. It's an idea. So I got thinking, I'm like, well, could you actually do this with English teaching? Could you do it with the ESL industry? So I started hashing out some ideas. I was also thinking of some other uh, books that I could uh, rip off. I mean, uh, borrow the titles from, because that was one of the things he said. Take the titles of the chapters, modify them, and uh, re- you know, re- adapt them to your needs. Not a bad idea at all. So I wrote down some ideas. I was kind of looking. I go thirty days. Well, I, you know, I'll start this later because I got this August animation thing going on. I'm doing my Chinese characters at the same time. Starting this podcast. Very busy. Needless to say, I can't wait till Saturday when I can actually get some more things done. Like, and 
like there's no there's not going to be any sitting around oh I'm, I'm so tired it's like on saturday morning i got to get up do my bike ride and then get to work unpaid work which is what i do when i'm not doing work for the other things i do right it's like saturday is my work hard day sunday it's have to take off because usually my brain's so dead at that point but anyway folks writing a book in 30 days what do you think could you do it what are some 10 ideas that you could do uh, esl travel water health fitness uh men women relationships uh living in china living in dubai um 10 things you didn't know about africa uh the job market and what would what would you say to a 20 year old there's your 10 11 ideas i'll leave it there folks show notes tracks and vids up on my website stevensersky.com thanks for listening i appreciate it hope you got something from that if you didn't then troll me on twitter if not well thanks for listening anyway i do appreciate it have a good one we'll talk again bye bye